Thanks for joining us for another episode of Commercial Break. I'm Bill Stevenson, Specialized Consultant for the Ontario Regions. Again is Amy Finley. Hello, Amy. How's it going? I am doing well. How about you? I'm good, thanks. Talk about contents and equipment and stock today. So uh, what's the biggest difference between the three that I just mentioned there? So this is a little bit of a trick question because contents actually means equipment and stock. So if you have your B1 commercial broad form wording handy, you'll notice in the definition section, all those terms are included. So contents is the first and it says contents means equipment and stock. So contents is not in and of itself a different type of property. Uh, it's just kind of a catch-all term for equipment and stock. Okay, so do we define equipment and stock separately though? We do. So stock um, is defined essentially as merchandise and other type of property related to merchandise. So think of the things that your client sells as being stock. Stock also includes any wrapping or packaging materials for that merchandise or any advertising materials as well. So outside of stuff that your client sells, all the other things that they have that they need to run their business that aren't a physical building are considered equipment. So that might be things like um, office supplies, it might be desks, it might be photocopiers, it might be shelving. Um, basically anything that stays on premise and that isn't merchandise falls into equipment. So I get people asking me, what's the difference between equipment tools for uh, contents coverage or for equipment coverage for that matter? We don't need to distinguish between the two, right? No, we don't. The only difference between equipment and tools is where they're regularly located. So in insurance, we consider equipment to be uh, on premises. So that would be things that don't typically leave um, your location. So shelving, for example, is going to stay in your building. Whereas tools, if you consider hand tools or a saw, something along those lines, would generally travel with the client off premises. And then we'd look at a form that's called a floater. So it floats around with that property. Okay. And for a floater, I think a good rule of thumb is a tool is something that you can pick up and move around easily, like a saw. A piece of equipment on a floater would be something you can't pick up and move around, like a, a backhoe, for example. Those wordings are pretty broadly defined, so we look at kind of rules of thumb like that to figure out which form makes the most sense. When we think of contractor's equipment, we can also think of it as, a, it's the same as equipment, but it's just, again, off-premises. So say you had a warehouse, you could have some kind of large piece of equipment that just stays in your warehouse. No different between that equipment and what would be off-premises, except where it's located. Okay, so going back to on-premises coverage, PC gives you an option to add contents, uh, which as you mentioned is uh, just simply equipment and stock, or you can add equipment and stock as individual insured items. Is there a better way to do it or is there a, a preferable way for us to set that up in our policy system? Yeah, the preferred way is to list equipment and stock separately. So even if you were to use the contents option on PC, you're still required to put a limit in equipment and stock. So we have the information available. Um, so we might as well separate it out. 
the reason why that's of benefit to the client is that when we're looking at a claim, uh, it makes the claim adjusting process a little bit more straightforward because the adjuster knows specifically the type of property they're looking at. So when they're reviewing limits, when they're reviewing coinsurance uh, or anything like that, they can specifically look at equipment or specifically look at stock. So uh, contents, uh, if there is a loss, are those limits between uh, equipment and stock interchangeable for coinsurance purposes? It's considered one limit. So uh, let's say your contents limit is listed as $100,000. Um, in Policy Center, you might have split that out between equipment and stock, but all the client will see on their certificate of insurance is the $100,000 limit. So that means the coinsurance um, and any type of values are calculated based on that total limit not on the breakdown between equipment and stock. So that means that the claims adjuster has to look at all of the property in order to figure out the limit and in order to calculate coinsurance. So it's a bit of a, a longer process, a bit more complicated, um, and not as straightforward for the client. Good info. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Bill. That's it for today's episode of Commercial Break, and come back and see us again.